So the last two weeks, what happened was uh, upon the return from the United States, uh, there are a couple of activities uh, related to Platform for Progress and the Coalition. One uh, is that we started with uh, uh, town hall meetings. We had one in the region Sava, which is in the city town of uh, Lukavac. And then the other one was uh, last night. It was in, uh, two nights ago, it was in Kliut, uh, which is in the region Uda. Uh, this was a way to uh, start the process of uh, representing or introducing us in certain areas that have not been very active in within the infrastructure of Platform for Progress. Um, in Lukavac, we used to have a good organization that somehow after the local elections, uh, because of the turmoil that we had, uh, within Platform for Progress, uh, some of the people there um, fell under the spell of that group that was uh, trying really to destabilize us. And in Kluge, we never had any, any meaningful presence. Uh, the town hall meeting in uh, Lukavac had uh, four people who were, uh, who, uh, were part of the uh, town hall meeting. And uh, we had a person who is uh, responsible for the initiating the organization within the town, the head of the regional organization, uh, the vice president of Platform for Progress, Mr. Yusuf Arifagic, and myself. The topic there was um, devoted or focused on uh, creating conditions for the return of the people from diaspora who decided to leave the country and how do we create conditions for them to come back. The one in Kluge had, again, the head of the local organization, the head of the region, one of our young um, councilmen from the, from the town of Teshen and myself. And the topic there was related to the activism to get people to start thinking about getting involved actively in the social political and uh, political processes in the um, in the local environment and the importance of that activism uh, our um, our message is that it is up to us really to change the situation and this is a way to convince people that they really have to do their part to think, to change them, to change things uh, in between those two, we also had a meeting of the coalition that we established. The coalition that is the uh, based, the coalition that is uh, that needs to establish internal processes because this is a group of uh, people and uh, parties that got together, who got together to create a coalition, but we don't have internal marketing, communications, financing, political processes. And uh, so we had a meeting that determined the basic structure, how to populate the teams that we created for various participating uh, participant or participating organizations. And um, so that is the task now. 
how to prepare ourselves for this uh, for the battle for the elections for the campaign and the campaign has to be now at three levels one is at the level of the overall coalition and the level of the party and the level of uh, candidate for the presidency uh, and also uh, talking about myself and then Mr. Yusuf Arafakic for the uh, effectively vice president, position of a vice president in the entity called Republic of Srpska. We are continuing to uh, um, defining the strategy, the expectations for the new, for the the year of the elections, uh, the year of the campaign, which is next next year. And of course, campaigning, paid campaigning, is only the month before the elections, but regardless um, people whatever you do it's really part of the campaign you just don't pay for it. you can you're not allowed for, to pay for any services and um, we have many things coming our way we need to continue improving the internal organization communication uh, we need to come up with a strategy for the for the elections uh, 2022 uh, improve the financial structure and um, come up with a media plan, uh, come up with a process for establishing candidates, for determining the candidates for various positions. And because of the presence of the coalition, now the task is even harder simply because if we succeed in what we are aiming to do, then we have to create a one list for the whole coalition. And then the tough spot is where everybody expects, everybody's looking for their own positioning, right? Everybody wants to be on the list. A lot of people would like to be on the list. Now there are fewer places on the list because it's a joint list. Fewer candidates from each party. Fewer then, uh, it would be the case if each party was um, going to campaign and compete on their own or by themselves. What we are realizing now that uh, all of that got just harder because of the conditions in the country that have deteriorated substantially because of the very aggressive actions of the political elites in the Republic of Srpska that are trying to in, uh, honestly uh, destabilize the country to the point that they want to prove that the country is not functional at all, that it's dysfunctional and therefore cannot even exist. Um, it is very possible that there will be some, some substantial changes in the uh, in election law, uh, <coughs> defining how to, who can be the candidate and how to elect those candidates and who can vote for whom. And uh, even to the point of some suggesting an, an indirect uh, election of the members of the presidency, that members of the parliament will elect that position rather than through the direct vote of the citizens. So uh, it's really, it's an interesting situation. It's an end of the year, so at least on the political side, it's going to subside for a day or two, and then it's going to intensify even more. And therefore, I uh, would like to actually wish a very happy new year to everybody uh, who uh, has a chance to listen to 
the podcast and, and read the transcripts of our conversation. And I hope that for all of us, the next year is going to be better. It's hard to believe it is going to be better because of the continuing battle with COVID-19 uh, and uh, the fact that uh, the political situation is getting tougher. Not only in Bosnia and Herzegovina, but in the whole world. But that's it. Shortened um, reports uh, because of the travel that waiting to go to another place right before the end of the year. But that's it for my report. Sorry for it being so short. In terms of the town hall meetings, any specific questions that you're being asked? I mean, this is your your first getting out since your announcement. Just general feelings and what happened. That is interesting. I don't get many many questions as a, as a candidate for the presidency because uh, it seems that people expected that I would be so that I would be one. So there are no surprises. On the other hand. Uh, there are a lot of questions about the political situation in the country and how we, us, or anybody else can can stop these uh, separatist tendencies. Uh, so um, questions are usually ge- of general nature, regardless of the topic. Whatever we talk about, in the end, questions are uh, focused on well, what do we do now? There's another line of questions. Uh, and the two town hall meetings were different. The one talking about the diaspora and the return, it was about creating conditions uh, for the people to return. Why is the why is that they are leaving, and how do we alleviate those conditions? So the other one about activism. Uh, most of the time, people uh, people's questions were focused on local corruption, and it is almost like, well, how would we? How can we battle and how can we be activists when you know that the system is so corrupt that no matter what you do, those who are in power will stay in power simply because the electoral process is corrupt and those who are in power actually end up counting the votes anyway. So a lot of malversation, a lot of election fraud documented, but nevertheless no no real change. There is one uh, uh, non-profit organization that is devoted to uh, observing uh, elections and they are for free elections, for uh, free elections in terms of that they are clear of any uh, fraud. And they have started a campaign, they've started a campaign uh, regarding the ele- electronic voting or at least mm. um, Paper scanning of the of the paper ballots, and they're pretty successful, and they, they'll probably reach hundred thousand signatures. Whether they will that will make any difference, I don't know, because everybody knows that it has to happen, but there is no will to change it because those who have the power to change it, um, people who control the parliament, are not inclined to do any of it because it's not in their interest. Just a couple of quick ones, because I know you've got to go. Just the coalition in general, it's it's early, but your thoughts, feelings about how it's progressing and what's happening right now? Well, uh, unfortunately, um, every change is hard, and people here don't know that every change is hard, and that it is hard to meld, to, to mold, uh, 
different different cultures, different cultures into one. And so you have those early skirmishes when you form a team, but people on the team are saying, oh, we, we, we do this this way, so we don't like the way you do it. And uh, people on the other side say, well, we don't like the way you do it because what, we, what we've been doing over the years is much better than what you are doing now. And so uh, my task is to, to, to let them know that this is normal, change is hard, um, merging organizations in, in a collaborative sense is hard. People stick to what they know instead of being open to learning something new and better. We as an organization have, as an organization have um, really good, solid processes and a system in place, whereas other organizations don't have that. And that's probably because of my U.S. experience. So we need to teach them and in spite of their reluctance to do so. So that's another task. When our uh, tiny shoulders, uh, we are a young organization without this uh, strong infrastructure, we are developing it, and now we have to carry the, the at least parts of the responsibilities of the coalition on our shoulders as well. But luckily we are dealing with well-being people, people who want good for this country and they are willing to discuss things rather than fight. So I think we'll get over that help, but it is going to be rocky initially, which is true for any any two, three, four organization getting together. Uh, it's about people. And as long as we all know that it is hard, I think that's going to make things easier. Just one last one, just because it's in the news so much. Russia, Ukraine, United States, UN, Thoughts within the country? Is there concern about what's going on there? What What is the observation? Uh, very, very concerned. Uh, Russia is very aggressive. The uh, United States uh, is less aggressive, but very engaged and involved. Uh, but the United States um, has a little uh, a problem in, in that, that the European Union would like to take the lead. And they don't see always eye to eye in terms of how to solve the situation in Bosnia. We in Bosnia and Herzegovina would prefer the United States to take the lead. You, you, European Union is saying no. This is within Europe. It's our business. But we are they, they're collaborating with the United States. So the U.S. is not as aggressive as we would like it to be. Um, Ukraine issue is. Uh, is making things harder for, for Bosnia Herzegovina because it is seen as if, oh, if you can do it there, then somebody else can do it here. Uh, take what's not yours, cause, uh, talk about arms, armed conflict all the time, war. And any trouble sparked in the world somehow reflects poorly on Bosnia Herzegovina because it increases the chance of conflict here, because if it's allowed and it's happening somewhere else, why it couldn't happen here as well. Um, this is a small part of Europe, it's not a very significant part of the world, but the fact that all of these superpowers, uh, like China, economically, Russia, politically, and the uh, United States, and politically, being involved, that makes it uh, a troubling spot and a tough spot. 
to solve uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina because of this mixture of religions and because of the fact that it uh, has a, a substantial number of Muslims in terms of percentage, uh, creates a, um, a challenge for Europe how to integrate this country within the European framework, even though even those Muslims are European, Europeans, and they, they have a, a European values when it comes to uh, creating a society. So, Everything reflects on us, but we are doing what we can to to survive in this troubled world. The problem is we are not politically uh, ready, and, and politically, uh, what do you say, experienced, sophisticated um, to deal with those issues. Our politicians, our parties. Everybody is for themselves, and when you have 120 parties, you get a big mess, and that's what you have.